Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. I got a metal splinter in my finger this morning. That sounds so strange. It is weird. I picked up the, like, you know, the spray nozzles on sinks for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like chipping or something. I got a little thorn in my paw. I'm a little upset about it. I'm going to need someone to take that out. (laughs) Do you have any tweezers? No. Dang it. Don't we have like a first aid kit here somewhere? Oh, good idea. We might. We might. I'll do some uh, triage here in the studio this morning. Hey, happy Tuesday. We are giving away a bunch of things today. A big show today. We might have an answer to the decorated Christmas tree situation on 270 today. True. And how Fox 2 may have stolen our story. You know what? Who's shocked? <laughs> the news Not taking me. credit for everything, right? Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show today. Also, we've got Brad Paisley tickets and Tim McGraw tickets up for grabs and Remy versus Casey. Tough choice today. But we'll do that at eight o'clock. Let's get this show started. Let's go. I'm gonna say it because I want to. No, don't say it. I'm gonna say it. Don't it's Chris Young. Oh no. It's Remy and Casey. It's a season for giving, and we hear about this a lot this time of year where a waiter or waitress will get a large sum of money. Like someone will be like, oh, $5,000 tip or even $100 tip or $300 tip. But in this case, a waitress in Arkansas received a tip for $4,400, and then she was let go. Okay. <clears throat> Why? Here's here's a here's here's the actual audio from it. It was an incredible thing to be able to do to see the service reaction and to know what that meant for her and the impact it's had on her life already. I was to give my cash over to my shift manager to be taken and then that I was going to be taking home 20%. Okay, so of the $4400 that was tipped to her from this large party she was only going to be able to keep 20% of it. Right. A lot of time, that's what restaurants do is you hand over your tips at the end of the day and they split them up amongst everybody. Yeah. So I guess that they, she was in, or the person that tipped them the money instructed the manager that she was to get at least half and that did not happen. So I'm wondering, like with these large tips, how much... Of the, of the money does the waitress or waiter actually get. Right. And it's different at different places. A lot of times you can te- keep your tips at certain restaurants. Yeah. I only worked at a bar as a DJ and I always just got paid whatever. But I know that if it was a slow night, some like the waitresses would have to tip out to the bartenders mm, and yeah. they, may, they may only get like a couple bucks that night in tips because it was a slow night or whatever. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is like if it's typical and and I'm sure it's happened around here where someone's received a large sum of money for a tip. Does that automatically get put in the pool? And and how do we get around that if that's your goal, like to get around that? Not that you're dogging everybody else, all the waiters and waitresses that are working other tables. But if you really, really feel like this person who's got you at your table deserves this money that you're ready to hand over to them. Uh-huh. How do we how do we change this? Well, and 
And at this point, she's, it doesn't sound like she's going to get any of the money. They fired her from this uh, restaurant after she'd been working there for three and a half years. She said it was super heartbreaking. Uh, and then the owner of the restaurant said she was fired for reasons unrelated to the tipping incident. And then it seems suspiciously was, good timing, though. Yeah, right. I, I know, and I know the restaurants are like hurting for money at this point. And when you see a large sum of money like that, you're like, well, um, how can we, you know, right. manipulate this to get some of that ourselves? But uh, I mean, if it wasn't for our restaurant, you wouldn't be employed. So well, it sounds to me like you should have used that to make a new story out of it. And that's free marketing right there. Then you got more people coming to your place, all because you have one really awesome waitress who is still on the staff. Oh, wait, you fired her. <laughs> No, no one wants to go there. Yeah, no, they got the, the, the negative publicity, but I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, I was never in the restaurant industry as a server, so I don't know. Do you think that the do you think that they did the right thing by firing her at the end of the day? Uh, you can always text us 314-699-4766, or you can call us 314-954-9230. Explain, please, who was in the wrong here? That's the big question. People who are trying to do good by doing the tipping for the waitresses instead of tipping it with money on the receipt, slide them a gift card, those Visa gift cards that you can put amounts on there, and then they can't do a damn thing about it. Okay, that's a good idea. I always, I always thought like, and whenever I had uh, waiters or waitresses that I liked, I would always just like, you know, you can wait until they come out of the restaurant to tip them or ask them what their Venmo is or something and yeah, tip them that Venmo way. Yeah, Venmo was my first thought too. Then you don't have to necessarily go right to the to restaurant. Tip on the receipt. You put no tip and then you slide it to the waitress. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I, I don't know how, how like shady that is for the restaurant, but if you want a particular person to get that money, then that's a good way to do it. Yeah, Venmo was always my first, like my first thought, but um, there's I so guess- many There's so many ways around it these days. Yeah. Uh, we asked on the text line. We got a couple messages there. Kim in St. Louis said she should have got all of it. She shouldn't have been fired. Uh, the thing I don't like is that there's always a couple of wait staff that don't pull their like they don't pull their weight. They just kind of uh, do half the job, but still get the rewards. A part of the pool, yeah. yeah or the rewards of somebody else who is really doing a great job. Uh, and to get around it, she said to give him cash on the side instead of putting it on the receipt, like uh, Sue said. So that's a way, if you really want them to get the full amount, don't make a YouTube video out of it because I think that's what happened is they were like, hey, look at this amazing thing that we're doing on YouTube or TikTok or social media or whatever. Right. Made a big deal about it. And then everybody knew that she was getting $4,000 in a tip, so... Uh, you can see the story. We're going to post that up on the Facebook page. Remy and Casey. We've reached that time of the week when it is time to dive into the creepy world of Casey's DMs. What do you got today? So, you know what? We've been sending out our Christmas cards. Yes. The thing is, like, a lot of these names we recognize because they're listeners who we meet at concerts or they write comments on our Facebook page all the time or mm-hmm, they're maybe mm-hmm. they have one Remy versus Casey before so a lot of them we, like, we kind of recognize and it's easy to write a little personal note and other names we don't really recognize and we don't you know we don't know who they are I mean we were sending Christmas cards to, like South Dakota so oh yeah we were sending Christmas <laughs> cards everywhere <laughs> so I get a DM we've got a lot in a, a lot of these over the last couple days thanks for the Christmas card I say of course thanks for listening What address can I bring yours to? Bring yours? Right. That's what kind of got me at first. Mm. And so uh, some people have been 
texting us on the text line, 314-699-4766, and saying, hey, that's so great. Can we send you guys a card, too? And I just give them, you know, our studio address. Yeah. And so he said, what address can I bring yours to? I said, that's so nice. You can send or drop one off at 11647 Olive Boulevard, Creve Corps. Station address. Right, our station address. Yes. He said, great. Can you stay till 3 when I come there? Most people know I stay on air until 2 p.m. and then I'm done. So I said, no, I actually have to leave right after I'm finished at 2 today, but our front desk people are great and Marty Brooks from the afternoon show will also be here if, like, you have any questions or you just want to say hi to somebody, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where this is going. They say, meh. Can I just <laughs> can I just bring it by Poor your Marty? Listen, <laughs> can I just bring it by your place then? Mm, no. I sent the upside down smiley face of like you're kidding, and then I said no. <laughs> Ew. Was that it? And then they said, worth a shot. Let me know when you change your mind. Smirky emo- emoji. Do you, do you have info? Do you have like, uh, could you see him in his profile pictures? Looking like a male between, I want to say like 25, 35. Okay. So essentially in my demographic, uh-huh. but yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the Christmas card. Where can I send yours? Oh, just kidding. I want to bring it. Oh, I need to meet you. Oh, I can't. Okay. Well, how about I just bring it to your house? Yeah, creep. This never happens to me. And I don't think it should happen to you either because we have talked about your boyfriend on the show like a lot. Like every day. And I don't know why why guys think that it's that it's it's just still maybe fine. they'll still shoot their shot and maybe there's a chance, maybe you're not super happy in your relationship, but like that's as if I didn't just post a picture with him yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that matter of like Okay, you've now taken it a bit too far. You could have said, okay, thanks. I will send one to your station address for you and Remy. Yeah. Oh, Casey, your, your DMs are always filled with with joy over the holiday season. Can I bring this to your house personally? Ew. <laughs> what do I say to these people? If you ever have good responses for me, yeah, you right? can send them. You can pass it on so that I can send it and then we'll all share and laugh together. Text us at 314-699-4766 because I need some like witty responses to get these people out of my DMs personally. But the thing is, I like that they listen to the show. I want them to stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this, dude, this dude might be listening right now like, well, at least they're not saying my name. You're, you're <laughs> so lucky I'm not saying your name. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's always a, it's a it's a crazy world that uh, that you live in there in your in your DMs there, Casey. So I appreciate you for taking the brunt of that, and I hope your boyfriend is uh, okay just, with it. He just laughs. He's just like, "What up? He yeah, knows. that's my girl. That's my girl. She's getting out on DMs. All part of the job." <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey covers country on ninety two three WIL. I'm really into movies about artists, whether it's like a, do- a documentary or a biopic. Hello. Like the first thing. That, well, I was trying to think. Like the first ones that come to my mind are like, "Walk the Line." Oh yeah. Or great movie. Coat of Many Colors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Young Dolly Parton. Yeah. But now a documentary is coming out about Randy Travis. Okay. This you know is going to be good because he had a really awesome and unexpected career and has come up 
But not only does it touch on his come up and like how he got into the country music industry and how he absolutely dominated it, but also it even follows all the way to his tragic stroke in 2012, which has debilitated him ever since then. Yeah. Now he, you know, he gets around enough, but it's clear to see that like now he's in this stage of life where he's just enjoying his family and his downtime after all the success that he's had. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't quite say when this documentary is going to come out, but it will be announced within the next few months or so. But supposedly all of his closest co-workers and producers and his wife are also in it kind of telling his story. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm, I don't know how great of shape Randy Travis is in. Like, if he's in enough, like, if he's in the state to sit down in front of a camera for a few hours and tell his life story. Sure. So he really had the help of all the other important people in his life. And they tell the story of how, you know, he... It was traditional country or nothing for him. When he started, he said, I'm going to be on the traditional country charts. If you even put me on a pop chart or if you even put me on an all genre chart or a number one overall, take me off. I'd rather not be a musician. So he went into the music industry with a very one lane. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, then I'm just out. And so, you know how rare it is for something like that to work out. Usually you have to be a little bit more open-ended. Mm -hmm. Especially with labels who are just, you know, here for money. Exactly. His goal was to sell 40,000 albums. That album sold 5 million. Yeah. So it's really clear, and it's going to be clear when you watch this documentary called More Life, how he came into the industry. And we, we all know what a star he was and still is. But I think it will be fun to watch and also hear the stories from behind the scenes of what was happening that we couldn't see. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because we we have a, a local tie with Alexander Kay and... Uh, you know, he has appeared in a lot of his TikToks and vice versa. And it's interesting because they they share that same love of that traditional country sound. Yeah. And so I could I could see where like they would really connect on that level because I think she went through the same thing and they're going to be on the show. To, she's going to be on the show tomorrow. So I I, I want to pick her brain on on how that worked out because she went through that whole label thing and she and they were mm -hmm. like, you need to do this. And she was like, nope. I want to do this. Right. And then now she's labelless because of that. But she's still super successful because she knows who she is as Randy Travis knows who he is. So I think that that's pretty cool. Exactly. So you can see more about this documentary because I know you're going to be into it. It's on our Facebook page and also going up on our Instagram story now as well. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. For the last year and a half, I've been on a quest to trade a single bobby pin up until I get to a house. After 28 trades and all the ups and downs, I finally did it. In May of 2020, Demi Skipper offered up a lone hair accessory for trade on Craigslist. Eventually, the trades got bigger, from a small diamond necklace to a car. Can you imagine just starting with a bobby pin and getting all the way up to a diamond? Trading things? Yeah, necklace and then a car. It was all part of her Trade Me project on TikTok, which ultimately led to her trading her way to a new home. That's so wild. At the end of November, she made her 28th and final exchange a solar-powered trailer for a house near Nashville, Tennessee, which probably is not a cheap house if it's near Nashville. Uh, late last month, Skipper got a message from a house flipper in Tennessee who had been following her journey and was interested in trading a house for the trailer. So my theory here is cool. I think it would be a lot harder if there was no social media involved. 
because she gained traction and popularity, right? So people and then, were willing to trade her for exactly. things. Exactly. People were like wanting to help out at the end, which is what that kind of sounds like. So I guess this house flipper got this solar powered trailer. I can't imagine that a house near Nashville isn't worth anywhere near this trailer that she had, but right. I think it's cool. It's a, it's, it's a fun little project that she started. And like she said, it took a year and a half, but she essentially traded a bobby pin for a house. And that's cool. That's wild. It's America. Next story. A family is thankful to be reunited with a priceless family photo after the weekend's tornadoes flung it 130 miles away from their Kentucky home. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. But to add a little bit more detail, Katie Poston of New Albany, Indiana, thought someone had left a note on her car. But upon further inspection, realized that it was a black and white photo of a woman sitting with a little boy dated from 1942. She immediately posted the picture on, on social media and was able to track down the owners of the photo in less than three hours. Poston says that she plans to personally deliver the photo to its owners in Dawson Springs, Kentucky. But those tornadoes flew debris up 30 plus thousand feet in the air. As you can imagine, you know, them coming down in random spots all over the country. So... Uh, I'm, I'm happy that they're, they'll be reunited. Next story. Are you doing a New Year's resolution this year? A new poll found that fewer people are doing them than last year. 44% of Americans say that they'll be making a resolution. That's down from 50% a year ago. And the dismal success rate is partially to blame. Just 10% of people stick to their resolution, according to the poll. And 47% of all resolutions will be done and fail by February 1st. You got 30 days to figure it out. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. Time for Remy versus Casey. We have our contestants on the phone, Nicole and St. Anne. Alex in Hillsboro. Alex was on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win today? Is it going to be Remy or Casey? Um, Let's go with Remy. Go with Remy today. Let's go. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Have to win. I like this. I do well in pressure situations. Yeah. Fourth quarter. You're down by like 30. It's no big deal. Call me clutch. Tom Brady's done it before. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Here we go. Casey, you're going to go first today after winning yesterday. So Remy starts out in the hallway. It's a game of categories. Today, we'll have 10 seconds on the clock. I will give them a category. They have to name as many things as possible. Get out. Yeah, don't just stand here and look at us. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Trying to listen? <laughs> Trying to get at the edge? I, I lost myself for a second. Gosh. No wonder he's losing the way he is. I know. Makes I so much stand sense. for this. All right, Casey. No pressure here. Uh, you can put him away with a couple of wins. Let's get it going. Ten seconds on the clock. This is a Christmas-themed category game. First category, Christmas decorations go. Ornaments, wreaths, Christmas tree, uh, peppermint candies, uh, acorns, tinsel, mm, plaid. Okay, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. And I'm going to switch things up. I'm going to tell you guys your score. Okay. Why not? You got seven of them. Good okay. job. Good job. Uh, category number two, again, with this themed category game, it's things you would leave for Santa to eat or drink. Go. Celery, carrots, he's on a diet, milk, cookies, cupcakes, pancakes, Lay's, Chex Mix. I, uh, I'm questioning some of your options for Santa. Carrots? Well, those are for the reindeer, technically. Celery? <laughs> he takes those up. And I feel roof. like the pancakes are going to be soggy if you cook them and leave them for Santa. But Ugh. hey, you do you. You do you in your house. Okay. Category number three, Casey. Things you would do on a snow day, go. 
go sledding, make snow ice cream, sleep until noon, watch TV, make snow angels, have a snowball fight, throw snow at your neighbor's house, go do donuts in the parking lot. Wow. Nice. Another good, another good round. Eight total on that one. As Remy makes his way back in. Remy, we're going to switch things up a little bit here. This could be uh, something you enjoy, having some knowledge going in, or something you absolutely hate. Nah, it'll be absolutely hating it. I'm going to tell you the score. Are we looking at snow this week? <laughs> telling you the score for each round, so you know what you need to do, you know what you're working with, you know what you need to try to beat. Oh, God. So, round number one, Casey had a score of seven. Okay. So, that's what you're working with here. Category number one, Remy, 10 seconds on the clock. Your category is Christmas, decorations, go. Garland, tinsel, uh, wreaths, pine tree, uh, fake Christmas tree, Christmas lights, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on the roof. Uh... Wow. Tied it. Seven apiece. He tied. He tied. In category number two, Casey had a score of eight. <laughs> she upped herself by one. Ugh. We're tied essentially right now. Ten seconds, Remy. Category is things you would leave for Santa to eat or drink. Go. Uh, carrots for the reindeer, cookies, uh, milk. You leave brownies, uh, uh, gumdrops. <laughs> gumdrops? Okay. Gumdrops? I'm already questioning the carrots and the celery, but even though they're for the reindeer, gumdrops. Uh, not good. <laughs> Not good. Last category, 15. Don't tell the kids, but Santa might be skipping your house this year. <laughs> that kind of spread. We always leave carrots for the reindeer. Five points that round, Remy. So Casey's got you uh, edged out by three right now. So that means you need a total of 11 because she got eight for the last round. Hmm. No big deal. You've done it before. You can do it again. Category number three, Remy. 10 seconds. Things you would do on a snow day. Go. Homework, play in the snow, uh, sled, you'd make snowball fights, you'd uh, make a snow fort, uh, play with Legos, eat bad food, SpaghettiOs. How did we do? Not good. How did we SpaghettiOs. It's <laughs> <laughs> a warm little, warm little spaghetti treat in a can. Whatever. So Casey had a total of 23 in the game. Coming into the final round through two rounds, Remy had a total of 12. He needed oh. 11 in the last round. He knew what he needed. Did he get it? No, he got seven. No, no. Casey wins e again. Oh, yeah. It's... I've been on a loose end streak for way too long. Girl, I got all this energy pent up. What wow. note was that? Deafening. Why? Sharp. <laughs> Casey. Casey. Weird noises coming from Casey's side of the room. Uh, Alex, apologies on my loss. Nicole, you're our winner today. Do you want to go see Tim McGraw or do you want to go see Brad Paisley? Up to you. Awesome. Thank you, Casey. Uh, Tim McGraw, please. Going for yeah, Tim. Girl. Alex, we got you those Brad Paisley tickets. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And tomorrow is a new day. It is a new day, but I kind of like this day. You're, you're shrieking. Streak. Small girl. streak. It's just a little streak. Still It'll counts. be will end tomorrow. Remy and Casey. To put a backstory on this, we're doing this bit called Remy and Casey's Monday Morning Mystery. And on my way to work, I kept on seeing this tree. And I've noticed it for years that's decorated near 44 and 270. And I know that's not your tree, 
So there happens right. to be multiple decorated random pine trees on the side of 270. And I guess you were getting blown up yesterday when we started talking about this again. So tell us about the tree that you decided to randomly decorate. So it was about four years ago. My sister and I were driving up 270. And there's just like this little pine tree. It was like kind of hanging off the cliff all by itself. Like there was a group of trees. And then at the end, there was this little pine tree. And I don't know what kind of mood I was in. I was just like, oh, my God, look at that tree. I'm like, it is so cute. I'm like, we should go decorate it. She's like, uh, no, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, we're totally decorating it. And I was driving, so I was in control. So we went straight <laughs> to Michael's and got a bunch of ribbon and went back and just, like, put a bow on it and just put some ribbon around it. And it was hilarious because, like, people were honking and screaming down the highway. And uh, it was just fun. And then we got, like, all kinds. Of course, I posted on Facebook and then. People are, you know, commenting, I saw your tree, I saw your tree, you know, like everybody loved it. And so we went back and did it again. Oh, actually, somebody went by after us and put ornaments on the tree, which was pretty cool. You were saying that uh, that the original couple trees that you guys decorated were chopped down. Yeah. So 2017 and 18, it was the same tree. Like we went back and did the same tree. And then somebody had messaged me and was like, uh, I think they cut down your tree. I'm like, seriously? And so when we went back last year, yeah, it had been cut down. So I'm like, okay, screw it. We'll do the one next to it. So we decorated the tree next to it, and then they cut that one down. So we went back this year, and we just decorated another one on the same hill. So forgive me if you've already said this, but do you guys also go out and clean up the trees after the Christmas season's over and, like, take all the stuff down? Okay, so that might be a problem. No, <laughs> we don't do that. But I could if it means that they would leave a tree up. I would totally go back. Yeah, no, we have not gone back. Is this the first year that you've been reached out to by any kind of media? Yes. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I think that Fox 2, someone from Fox 2 is listening to our show and heard us talking about mm -hmm. it and figured it out and scooped our story, and I'm a little <laughs> upset about it. Oh, no, yeah, they did, they did message me uh, on Facebook because I was getting tagged on it. But it was not the same tree you guys were talking about, which I think is awesome that there's multiple trees out there. At least we at least we have a little bit of closure, and we know that it was just a random tree that you guys were like, ah, that needs to be decorated. And, you know, sometimes there's people that decorate things on the side of the road as like a memorial or something like that. But I love that this is just a random tree with a random decorations, and hopefully it makes somebody smile. Yeah, it's it a blast. So now we'll do it until there's no trees left, I guess. <laughs> well, Linda, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I guess we've got a little bit of... Uh a little bit of backstory on, on one of the Christmas trees that's decorated on 270. Right, which I guess it sounds like it's just a thing. Like, people go out there, they pick a tree, and then they decorate it. But the thing is, you got to clean it up, Linda. <laughs> you got to go take the decorations down. <laughs> I don't know. I think I kind of like that it's the one tree all year that has Christmas decorations on it. I guess it's not, as long as they're yeah, not blowing around. Yeah, but then they cut it and, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, who knows? It could just be like clearing the brush and all of that stuff for for uh, for the roadways and all that kind of stuff. Who knows? But I am happy we have at least one answer from our mystery pine tree on 270 that's decorated like a Christmas tree. So it seems to me like the other one that we're looking at is probably just somebody else that decorated one randomly too. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 
on 92.3 WIL. Told my family about it, and luckily they didn't think I was crazy, and we started painting gumballs in the kitchen over Thanksgiving, and then my daughter and son-in-law helped me to figure out how to attach it to the roof. A Utah family is setting the tone when it comes to celebrating the holidays. The Hoffman family of Salt Lake City decorated their home to resemble a gingerbread house. Cute. Virginia Hoffman is an interior designer, and her husband is a professional artist who added vanilla wafers to the outside of the house. Whoa. (laughs) This year's version went viral after Hoffman's daughter shared photos of the home on Reddit. Hoffman said she hopes that uh, it will put a smile on everyone's face. On my way to see those pictures now, because I bet that's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 quite it's quite the sight. It's different than like you, you go through neighborhoods and you see lights. This is a legit ginger gingerbread house now. So, Casey, you know this. I've wanted a claw machine or a coin pusher in the studio for forever. You have. We were so close at one point, and I think it's time to start that campaign up again. Because we've got a friend here in St. Louis who's making national news for his new book about claw machines. Which is so random, right? Yeah, Brian McKenna says, while the machines are absolutely rigged, the right technique can allow anybody to beat them. I didn't know this about him, but he maintained all the claw machines at Six Flags St. Louis for a long time. And that's why he has so much knowledge about claw machines. Yeah, Brian's one of those people who's got like a lot of little odds and ends, hobbies and jobs. So the fact that he does this isn't surprising to me. But yeah, supposedly anybody can beat a claw machine. It's not impossible. And he wrote a whole book about it. Yeah, and we have a copy here in the studio. We're gonna actually going to have try and have Brian on at some point early next year. I think picking his brain about that might be kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe he can bring a claw machine. We can just play it. That would be fun. Out in the parking lot or something. <laughs> Anything to play some games during the show, right? Next story. If there was a book, Crime for Dummies, chapter one would probably be don't attract attention to yourself. This guy did not get the memo. A man in Tulsa, Oklahoma, drove to a Walmart on Saturday night, parked in the fire lane. Some cops saw it and they asked him to move. He did. But then he parked the car in a spot that was reserved for police. There was a sign posted and everything, so the cops looked at the plates, discovered that the car was reported stolen. They arrested the driver for fraud. Oh, my gosh. And his passenger had fentanyl and some other things on her. In addition to the drugs, she also gave the police a fake name and had an outstanding warrant for her arrest. So We got to be smarter than that. Just overall, just not good decisions all around there. Uh, The Blues will take on the Stars tonight in Dallas. Puck drop at 7.30, and you can find more unprofessional news at 923WIL.com. So what's chapter two of how to commit a crime? Just don't. (laughs) Just don't. Stop this book right now. (laughs) Remy and Casey. Oh, let's spread some holiday cheer with our famous friends, babes. We got some famous friends you probably never heard of. But back in St. Louis County, our crowd is second to none. Yesterday, Chief Fagan, along with some of the officers at the Florissant Police Department, did the annual Shop with a Cop, sponsored by the Florissant Elks Lodge. Each child was given $200 in gift cards to buy whatever they wanted. And the cool part about this is that most of the kids purchased gifts for family and friends. Oh, really? 
Yeah, they didn't even purchase anything for themselves. So the men and women of the Florissant Police Department enjoy this annual program. I know a lot of different police stations around the area do this. So shout out if you're doing this. Uh, Florissant Police Department just posted their pictures, and it's pretty cool. I just shared this to the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. We'd like to thank all of those involved and helped that make this to make this event a great success. If you've got a famous friend you want us to know about, make sure to download the 92.3 WIL app and leave us some feedback right there. We might feature them in Famous Friends. Shop with a cop. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. The year is wrapping up and all of the artists are putting out their list of their biggest songs of the year and the labels are like, we played some... All these songs this year, these artists had these awesome hits this year. So, I'm finding all these lists of songs that were most played on country radio this year. If you had to guess, give me like something that you think's in the top 10. Uh, on this station, LV Shane. LV Shane. <laughs> My boy. No, I don't think that that's, uh, I don't think that's across the board, but I want to say, and I know that it's a more recent song, Walker Hayes Fancy Like is probably one of the most played songs anything morgan wallen anything luke combs morgan wallen, you're right <clears throat> um man i don't know chris stapleton so our most played songs of the year and i'll start with number one chris young kane brown famous friends okay yeah, yeah yeah of course we made a whole bit out of that song we did the second is luke combs forever after all of course his wedding song Number three is Thomas Rhett, What's Your Country Song. And after that, we have Cole Swindell, more Thomas Rhett, Dirk Bentley, Chase Rice, FGL, your favorite song, Parmalee Blanco Brown, Just The Way, <laughs> Jordan Davis, and Justin Moore's We Didn't Have Much. And those were all your top 10 biggest songs of the year, and none of them... Our women, just saying. So that's just most played, though, right? That's most, most played on country radio. Radio airplay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's an issue. This list goes. I think it goes to like the top uh, fifty or something songs. So I'm gonna post it to the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. I know nobody really cares, but I'm just imagining like if you're at work and you're scrolling, I think this is something like fun to scroll and look at if you're somebody who listens to the station a lot. Or, I'm surprised Carly Pierce isn't on that list. She's on the longer list, but not the top 10 list. Gotcha. I know because that one song, um, I Hope You're Happy Now, mm-hmm. was huge, but I'm thinking that was huge in 2020. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other, other females on the... On this list, but LV Shane is definitely on on the list that I'm looking at. Oh, LV Shane is definitely <laughs> on the list. You're right. Mary Morris, Ryan Hurd, Gabby Barrett. Play my song. Exactly. <laughs> 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. We went into Casey's DMs and someone wanted to hand deliver you a Christmas card. So that's not creepy at all. It was, it was only creepy because I said, oh, you can send it to our studio. They said, no, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, got to go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's always, that's always uh, you know, it's one of the risks that you take when you are on the radio, I guess, when, you know, you're out there in public and people can, they think they know you 
right. know, well fit. enough to be like, hey, I'm going to come over and I'm going to hand deliver this car. Yeah, they think a little bit too far into it and you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that video going up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. So check that out here in the next five or six minutes. Also got an answer to the one of the 270 Christmas trees. That's right. So... This woman, what was her name? Linda. Linda, Has yeah. a tree on 270 at the, off the Doherty Ferry exit. Well, it's not really her tree. She and her sister were driving one time and saw a little old tree on the exit, parked somewhere, hiked on up there, decorated it, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for the last four years. And now everybody, you know, sees it when they drive past and thinks it's, it's the, it's a joyful little, you know. The reason for the season. It is. I mean, I feel like I've seen it for years now and we finally have answers. I asked her if media has ever reached out before and we talked about it on the air and then Fox 2. I'm sure someone was listening from Fox 2 or saw our video and was like, I want to do a story on that. And of course they scooped us, but that's okay. We still got to talk to Linda today and uh, that still leaves the other Christmas tree open though. This one is at 270 and Doherty Ferry. There's another one at 270 and 44 kind of up on the hill. Yeah, I got to look for I always forget to look for them. Yeah, I'm driving back that way today and I'm, I'm going to make sure that I see them. I want to know about that one too. Uh, so you can check out the podcast if you missed anything from the show today. Uh, that is the Remy and Casey show podcast. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.